Hi Winchester. Hi Winchester. Hi Winchester. Hi Winchester. Hi Winchester. Hi Winchester. Hello and welcome back to the What the Fork Sunland Review Reaction. Get in, we've won again, show. Uh, Sunderland have made it five home wins in a row and bounced back with a hard-fought 1-0 win over Bolton Wanderers today after, yet again, Carl Winchester popped up to smash in a goal in the first half and hand us all three points. Of course, we're delighted with the win, but before we begin today, of course, terribly sad day with the news that Sunderland legend Len Asher sadly passed away. Um, Asher, of course, played a total of 458 games for the club and, of course, managed us between 1984 and 85 and took us to the Milk Cup final, which I'm sure a few people will remember. All of our love and our thoughts go to his family and his loved ones. Um, moving forward, of course, as for the game, uh, we honoured Len in the best possible way by picking up three points. It wasn't plain sailing for ourselves at all. But to digest, dissect and dig into today's game is, first and foremost, the returning Dave Lawrence. Dave, how are you? You all right? Yeah, very well, mate. All good Thanks when you have yourself. a win, isn't it? Yeah, always good when you've got a win, mate. Always good with a win. I kind of complain. Um, joining Dave in the, the red and white corner as well is now a hat-trick extraordinaire. Brad, Brad, how are you doing now? You all right? Yeah, I'm good. Good. Thanks, mate. Um, like you just said, all better after a win. Uh, like, like I said last week, go ahead, beat Bolton. Forget about Fleetwood, don't we? Yeah, yeah. Pretty much that's what we all said, and that's thankfully what we've done. And last but certainly not least, we've got our away fan with us today in the uh, the shape of Will Jones on the Bolton side. Will, you've just arrived back home, so I feel like you might have not had as much time to digest as, as we have, because I know what an away trip's like when you've got beat one out. But um, how are you doing? Are you all right? Yeah, I'm not so bad. I'm not so bad. I've had, uh, I've had plenty of time to digest it. Start on, the, start on the coach on the way home and just thinking the game over. And obviously, it's not been the best result for us, but... Um, yeah, it, it was a it was a good enjoyable game, and um, you know congratulations to you guys. But you know I'm sure that we'll we'll you know speak in a little bit more detail about about our thoughts on it from there. So yeah, thanks for I having me on. I always feel like I've never had an a, an away journey as bad as coming back from Gillingham on a coach, uh, which I got on at five a.m. in the morning, got beaten the last minute. If you ever want to dissect the game in your head and just depress yourself, go to Gillingham away and get beaten the last minute. Trust me, nothing nothing quite beats it. But um, as you said yourself, well, a, a really good game today, I thought. I think so. You know, we'll start from the top. I'll, I'll go to you first, Dave. I really, really enjoyed today's game. I felt it was end-to-end, -end, blood and thunder, bodies on the line. And ultimately for us, it was, it was a massive three points. But what did you make of the game today, Dave? Yeah, I'm, I'm really comfortable in it. And at ease with it. I'm like, I try not to be too biased as a football fan. I try not to be too passionate when reflecting on the game during the game. It's a completely different story. But yeah, it's the way we're playing football. It's the brand of football that we're playing. The fact that we've actually got a brand of football makes me happy because the last four years of dross have been are probably longer than that. But you know, we've got an identity. We're doing things. We've we've strengthened on things. You know, you, you look at it. Yes, we've we've kind of conceded some chances to you. We're going to concede chances every week. It's as simple as that. So people have to get used to it. But going forward, we look like we're a danger every single time. I mean, Bolton had some unbelievable 
blocks in terms of, you know, edge of the box, kind of just inside the box. Bodies on the line. Yeah, brilliant from Bolton. Um, yes, you know, we've had some big saves to make from Hoffman. He's done well. We've had a couple of blocks ourselves. But yeah, I'm totally at ease with it. I think we're going to score every week. So I'm, I'm not worried as long as we score one more than the opposition. I really don't care how many we concede, if I'm honest. <laughs> I was going to say there's a Kevin Keegan style of management there, but that might not have to go down too well. Um, Brad, same question to you. Obviously, three points were massive. We spoke about last week, how quickly you get over a, a draw like Fleetwood and a, a performance like Fleetwood if you get three points in the bag and, and react well. And we've done that. So how are you feeling about it? Yeah, um, over the moon with the points, to be honest. It was a hard-fought three points. In, in truth, I thought it was probably one of our weaker performances of the season. I thought we were quite sloppy at times. Um, I mean, in my opinion, the best three players on the pitch were Flanagan. Um, Doyle was OK, and I thought Winchester and Serkin were outstanding. I thought our defence was the best, were the best players. Um, I don't think, actually, Bolton were that great. I think we let them in the game a little bit more than we should have. Um, yes, like you say, Hoffman pulled off a couple of brilliant saves, especially the one the second half where he's tipped it over the bar. A header from not too far out. Um, we should have maybe had one or two more. Like you say, but I think it was Pritchard early in the second half. They threw the bodies in the way. Uh, it was a good save by their keeper. Um, but yeah, like you say, it's three points. And if we can go out, in my opinion, not play as good as we have done in the past, in the last few weeks, and still come away with three points, it's it's actually quite a positive one. And again, it's a, it's it's a, a clean sheet as well, Gwen. <laughs> yeah, be- absolutely. And, and I think a lot of the performances, that's five wins in a row, um, as I was saying at the start of the show, and I think the five wins in a row at home, sorry, um, have all came against sides that I think are going to be there or thereabouts. We said Wigan would be, there have been. I think Akron always kick about I think Bolton will be as well. Um, but before we get too deep into it, of course, Will, there's a, another thought process on this. Obviously, you're the away fan. And um, I'm enjoying this, I'm not going to lie. Like, <laughs> five out of these six shows, that I've been able to say we won. But I, I feel like Bolton genuinely gave us probably the best game we've had at the stadium today, whether that was us being a little bit below par, um, letting you in, or, or generally being forced back. But... How does that performance that you had today rank alongside the, the rest of the games that you've had this term and the, the other 90 minutes across the season? Um, yeah, generally, I think it was a it was a positive performance. I think the manager summed it up quite well in his post-match interview saying that he was proud of, proud of the boys today. I think that, you know, we put every effort into into trying to win the game, you know, and obviously in the second half, trying to at least get back into the game. And um, I, I can't fault as particularly defensively. I think we were very, very solid. Um, the first goal, it was difficult to assess that one. It's it's one that's kind of just got across the across the box and it's been kind of slammed in at the at the, at the at the back post rather, which I don't think you can particularly blame anybody for. I think it was a little bit um, a little bit weak um, for, from the cross, but other than that, I think we, we've we've performed very well. I think that's that's just a, a minor blip in a in a generally positive performance. And you know, I think we're we're unlucky to have not come away with a point. Uh, having you know, I think it'd be fair to say dominated the second half. I think it was all you first half. I, I've got to give you every credit for, for how you performed in that. Um, and you, you're so strong in the second half as well. So, you know, I, I can't take can't take much away from you at all in that respect. And, um, you know, I think that there's generally a, a mutual respect between the two clubs having, you know, kind of experienced like the, the highs of the Premier League and then dropped down the leagues and what have you. And I've got a couple of friends who were Sunderland fans and, you know, I think that they always look forward to these clashes. And I think this one is just a, a case of, you know, you, you've come out on top and, 
it's it's probably the fair result on the day and you know I would have liked to draw and I'd like to say that a draw is a fair result but um you know every credit to, to you guys for, for having got that win today you talked about your defence. One player that really impressed me today, and I've got to be honest, I was kind of warned he was playing quite well in in the preview show, but um, Ross Stewart has absolutely beasted everyone this season. I thought Santos dealt well, dealt really well with him. Um, I think from from an outside looking in, I think he had a really good game. Is, is that his usual standard? Is, he, is that what you've come to expect? Yeah, it was just basically what we found out from him um, last season. He's coming from Barnet, I believe it was. And um, he was an absolute Mount Mountain last year. He was player of the year for us. Um, I think he was in there with team of the year for, for the whole league, in fact. Um, and then he, he's kind of just kept that form up this season. He's been absolutely fantastic again. Um, like you said, particularly today, I know one of, one of my friends who was Sunderland fans said that, you know, they were they were massively impressed by him and his, um, you know, his ability to keep, you know, Ross Stewart at bay today. So, um, you know, every credit to him for that. And I think his centre-half pairing, George Johnston, was, was equally as good. Um, he's a new signing of ours from from our rivals Wigan, and I think he was he was arguably our man of the match today. I actually said on Twitter that he's our best signing this season because although it might not have a direct impact in terms of a, a you know a positive impact on the game in terms of goals, although he has popped up with the odd one, um, you know he's kept us in so many games recently, which I think can't go unnoticed. And you know I'm, I'm absolutely you know made up for him for that goal today or any recently. So. Um, it bodes well in terms of having a strong defence, and I think that'll that'll remain in place for the rest of the season. And I'm glad you could recognise that that those two lads have, have put a real shift in today, and and not quite kept you at bay, but tried their best to. I think if he's uh, if he's managed to keep Ross Stewart at bay, you shouldn't have any problems when you face Wigan, Charlie White fans. Uh, turn <laughs> away now. Um, I'm going to go back to to you, Dave. Obviously, looking at the the team that lined up, there was one change. It was Pritchard that came in for Gooch. Um, there's been I don't know whether Gooch was injured I'm going to assume so because he wasn't on the bench um, but many people have called for, for Gooch to be dropped previously we changed it a little bit in the sense that we put Embleton on the left and then we placed Pritchard in the 10 whereas Embleton would normally go in the number 10 do you think we did okay without him or do you, do you think he comes back in when he's fit? Yeah yeah I think he he probably does, doesn't he? He's, he probably does come back in because it just gives you that little bit more natural balance, doesn't it? Um, yeah, I mean, Embleton kind of, it, it was kind of, it was clever really from Johnson. Johnson was kind of like, I thought there was different little tweaks that he made the deer. So I almost think he tried to keep the centre-halves awkward from that square from the right hand side I think it was and they, they just freed up the space because Pritchard against someone off so he's not going to stand a chance physically um, so yeah I think Stewart almost occupied them a little bit cleverly instead of trying to play on the last man that did um, Embleton Embleton I think if I remember rightly from the goal laid it through to Sirkin and I'll tell you what, the one thing that impressed me with the goal was was Sirkin staying on his feet. He could have quite easily went to the ground there. Um, not only did he stay on his feet, he had the awareness to get his head up and get the ball across. So, yeah, really, really, really good signs of maturity for someone so young and who hasn't played much first-team professional football, really. Um, but, yeah, I'd imagine Gooch, Gooch probably does come back in when he's fit, just based on the fact that he's got that experience. He's kind of he's frustrating and delightful in equal measures, isn't he? But I think we saw it a day 
Dijak, who probably isn't ready, isn't ready for first team football quite yet. I think he'll get there. He'll be another one who frustrates and delights. But um, yeah, it's it's nice problems to have, isn't it? People who we can kind of call upon. And well, I don't think we've missed Gooch massively today. Uh, maybe he's a little bit more defensive work we'd get from Lyndon Gooch, possibly. But yeah, mm. other than that, yeah, I don't think we missed him too much at all. Again, nice options, wasn't it? And there was more than Pritchard that could have came in. Um, Brad, obviously, Pritchard played that more of a central role whilst Embleton went out onto the left and then McGeady played on the right again like he had against Accrington. I thought Pritchard was really good in midweek and obviously the kid's got a lot of pedigree because of, you know, he was 11 million quid only four years ago at League One level. It normally takes about seven years before they drop down to League One when they cost that much, if, uh, if they ever do. But do you think he's performed today and we got took off? But do you think he's staked a claim from maybe staying in the side? I don't think he'd done too much, to be honest. Um, he was busy. He was, he was, like you say, getting in behind. He was giving their defenders something different to think about. Um, I think we know to maybe... Embleton, I think he's more influential in the 10 uh, as opposed to being out on the wing. I think he's because he's he's good on both feet, so he can go left or right. When he's out on the left, he's basically out there, and we're not using him in the right way. Um, I thought McGeady today was probably our best attacking threat um, mm-hmm. out the three that were playing in behind Ross Stewart. Um, so really, I, I don't think Pritchard done enough today, but you know he's got talent. You can tell. I mean, he, when he played the other night. He is that type of player that it will change a game for you. Like you say, he was eleven million pound a couple of years ago, um, and you don't just lose it. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's played he's played how many games in the championship as well. So, do you stick with him? Perhaps. I mean, we've won, um, but I wouldn't be surprised if Goose was to come back in on Tuesday, especially because Pritchard. I, I still don't think he's got a full ninety in him, and he's just played was it sixty five, seventy a day, um, and then a game coming on Tuesday. I wouldn't be surprised if this changes again. But the reason Gooch was out, I, I, listening to Lee Johnson's comments, it was a knock uh, that he picked up and he doesn't think he will be fit Tuesday. But mm. the other, other option is to bring Corey Evans in and maybe push Luke nine on a little bit. But you don't really want to disrupt the two of them at the bat in the, the whole midfield role because him and Dan Neal have formed some sort of good partnership together. They sort of uh, complement one another, don't they? So... We'll have to wait and see if Gooch is fit. Um, if not, could you keep it the same? But it's something we spoke about last week, Graham. We've got that many options. Um, nice, yeah. We can just play guessing games because yeah. we, we played. We put a second eleven out on Tuesday night. Came away with a very convincing win. So there's ever, there's there's all the all the players are staking a claim to to get a start. I mean, <laughs> we only mentioned Aidan O'Brien who could easily easily come into that, or Nathan Broadhead could. Uh, slot in there so we've got the options if Gooch isn't fit and we don't think Pritchard's quite there yet um, we'll just have to wait and see yeah something to keep but I couldn't care less who plays to be fair I suppose but um, Will obviously <laughs> on the, the preview show the, the Bolton guest that we had he didn't so much say he was con- concerned by Ian Doyle's form but he mentioned that he's not having the best of seasons I thought today with all due respect to him he missed so many setters and I would just like it got to the point where I was like, I don't think he's actually going to score. Um, looking at your last month or so, Bolton has started well, but when you look at the games on paper, aside from that massive 5-2 win at Ipswich, you feel the score, I think, in three of the last four league games, obviously taking out the cup matches. Obviously, you missed a lot of chances today and, and Doyle 
got the majority of the good ones, I think. How frustrating is that aspect of your game becoming recently? Yeah, massively. Um, I think he's, in the very, very loosest terms, and please don't laugh at me when I say this, but he's been compared in a way to, to Harry Gaines' style of play in that he, he kind of holds the ball up, he, he runs around, he tries hard. And then, you know, every so often he might pop up with a goal in the last 20 minutes. And that's kind of the, been the story of his season recently. And, um, you know, he, he puts 100% effort in every game. He's just not there. And I think today was, was simply a case of that. And he, he didn't kind of fulfil his role today, which was obviously to pop up with a goal towards towards the dying dying stages of the game. Um, like you said, he, he had numerous chances, which he could have scored. Um, you know, some of them more more glaring than others, but still, nevertheless, you know, I think he should have at least had one or two there. Um, I think our main threat actually today, you know, one of the one of the performers of, of this season, really. So, um, no surprises there, really, that he had a fantastic game. And um, I think he struggled a little bit for service, actually, um, given that he had Liam Gordon behind him, who has been out on loan, actually, I think, at non-league last season for Dagenham and Redbridge. I think I'm right in saying I might be wrong there. Um, but I know he wasn't involved with the squad last year when we when we got promoted and he's come in um, for a, a, an injured Declan John who, who came on at about the hour mark today, as you will have seen, um, a little bit later possibly. But it, it, he seemed to change the game because I think we were just really struggling from that perspective. And I said, again, to my friend before the game that you would have a lot of luck down that right-hand side. And I know McGeady's always a threat for you. And, um, you know, I know he was switching sides every so often, but I think he was, he was always going to cause us problems, which he did today. Um, but you know, I'm I'm glad that we still had a couple of outlets in Affline and Isgrove down the right. And I thought Josh Sheehan, who's been our standout performer so far, was a little bit quiet actually. Mm-hmm. Didn't see much of him today, which was a shame. Um, but yeah, obviously Doyle is is the main one who you'd be looking at and thinking he's the one who's going to score the goals, and he didn't today, which is is always going to be a concern for us. And I think we're lacking a little bit in options as well in that respect. So we've got Bakayoko, who's currently out injured. He's on his way back. I'm not sure whether it's going to be as easy for him to come straight back in and, and hit that fine form again. again but um, it remains to be seen where our goals are going to come from, really. Doyle has had the odd one or two, but I'm not sure it's quite going to be the 20-goal season that he had last year. And I think some are questioning whether he's whether he is League One level. And I think it'd be too judged to quit that, um, to, to, to judge that rather. Um, I think he, he's got every chance of, of doing relatively well this season, but I think it'll become more obvious in the coming games as to as to whether he's up to the job. I'm not going to lie, I couldn't believe when Declan John came on today because I'm pretty certain he was like a figment of my imagination based on the fact that he apparently played for Sunderland at some point. Um, I kept this part of me that felt he might have been one of those like uh, two-pack holograms at Coachella. It wasn't actually Declan John, it was just a hologram of him, but apparently it was. Apparently Declan John was at the same time. I understand people. Today. I couldn't understand people booing him because he actually done nothing for us. Um, <laughs> doesn't exist. Mate. I didn't know. If to, I didn't know if to applaud him or boo him, but instead I just like mouth open, go up and thinking he's actually a real person. To quote Wiseman, "C he's just a man, isn't he? Just a man. Just a man. <laughs> just a man. He <laughs> um, was, was brilliant for us in League Two last season, and you know, he was he was first choice all season. Like I said, Gordon was out on loan, so." It wasn't that we really had an option there in that respect. So, um, you know, he, he absolutely earned his stripes in, in, in that in that season. And it's just a shame that he's he's kind of been out injured the last few weeks. And I'm hoping that he will kind of then come in and, and start again for us because I know that obviously he might have had a bit of a, a quiet stint for you and obviously didn't have a great impact today. But I think it was noticeable more so him coming on than 
than Gordon had been for for the you know first hour or so because I think he was he was quite poor today actually. It was his first poor game I'd say of this year. So um, it's a shame, but it's probably about the right time for for us to swap that over and, and to see John come in. But yeah. See, this is Will trying to convince us that Declan John does exist by telling us he played last season. I'm not certain. <laughs> Again, I'm going with the hologram comment. I don't think that was the real Declan John. I could be wrong. Declan, if you're listening, <laughs> prove it. Um, do, you reckon, do you reckon there's um, there's a possibility that Declan John is actually the same person as Lauren de Bock? <laughs> oh, God, no one's that bad, mate. Bless him. <laughs> Bless his heart. Um, talking of left-backs, though, Dave, to be fair, I thought Sirkin was outstanding today before he went off with like a, a, a big headache, I think it's fair to say. Um, I think, you know, we've seen his run during midweek where he ran from left back and, you know, all due respect to Colin McFadden, I've seen a tweet that said we're getting so used to, we were getting used to players last season that, you know, tripped over their own feet like Colin McFadden and I feel bad for saying that, but it is kind of true. Whereas you've got like, Dennis Serkin, who's like an under-19 England national, brought in from Spurs, and he's run the length of the pitch against allegedly the, the second-best side in League One in Wigan. Um, I'll repeat that again, the second-best side in League One, Wigan. Um, and he's like going on this massive six-yard run, almost scoring. Today, he sets the goal up. I just think game by game, we're starting to see why Spurs fans were like really devastated to see him go when we couldn't really understand why Spurs would care about this kid. But he was brilliant today, wasn't he, Dave? It was awesome. Massively made, and I'm um, like, I'm gonna t- give myself a pat on the back and give myself some credit because if anyone wants to look back over my tweets or any of my appearances on podcasts over the past 18 months, something like that, then they will find that I wanted young, hungry, powerful, piercy genuinely are because people want to play for the club people want to improve themselves people want to better themselves so and i guess the prime example of it is also some of the players that ipswich had on the day and they're the players that we were signing two years ago three years ago have got no improvement in them whatsoever they're absolutely steady league one players that's absolutely fine but when you're trying to build a team to get into the league above and then compete in the league above, you have to do something about it. You have to spot these different weaknesses and not only improve them, but take it on to another level. Brentford are a prime example. They compete in the Premier League now. If we'd have went up with the likes of Power, White, and I know I keep using them two as examples and I probably sound bitter as hell creates a bit of a rivalry with all three Wigan fans, you know what I mean? But um, literally, like, <laughs> it's it's just night and day, and it just it just makes me happy. We're already, like, six points clear of seventh position, I think. Yeah, we are. Fuck the lot of them. Fuck the rest of the league one of the minutes. <laughs> We're going up, and you're just going to all piss off. Simple as that. We're going to have to start doing this podcast earlier, aren't we, Dave? Jesus. Um I'm going to pretend that I didn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, we've seen Dejaku today. Um, didn't really know what to make of Dejaku, to be completely honest. I can't think of a word either. He was, I think he was very, right. I think in his head, he's, he's, he was the same day, home debut as Hoffman. I think a thousand people here. I think he was like a rabbit in the headlights. Yeah. Settled into it a little bit. 
Um, there was a couple of times I think he could have broke with it. And I don't know what he was doing. Uh, like literally a rabbit in the headlights, turned one light. And with a bit more composure, a bit more confidence, a bit more experience, he hits that first time with his left. Uh, he's trying to take him back on and then back on again. And he's lost it. He rattled one over from 20 yards in the last couple of minutes. Um, um, I noticed he was there. Let's say that. He, he, are you both too he, young? Are you both too young to remember a player called David Bellion? I remember no, David Bellion. Absolutely. Um, Literally. And I think Dejaku will end up like kind of growing into it a little bit, but that's what he reminded me of. Just complete and utter rawness. Like massive there's something feet. about them. <laughs> He's got massive feet. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, Robert Perez used to get quite a few penalties because of his old feet, so mm. you never know. Size 14s then. Yeah, I'm, I'm just... I'm, I'm... <laughs> I just couldn't put my finger on, like, if, if you're there giving player ratings, what do you rate them? Because, like, <laughs> I just don't know. I noticed he was on, he, he, and he was trying, bless him. And like you say, he is very, very raw. He, he's not as raw as Kim Piotta was, because he, he was, like, very, very similar, just trying to run everywhere. But obviously, Kim Piotta was more like a dog chasing him. <laughs> Whereas, Jack, you could tell he has, he has, he has something that he will, he will produce in the future. Um... But I mean, talking to the right hand side for me, I just I, I, speaking to the wise men say pod. I mentioned another one, Matthew Keelan called it a year ago. We are very lucky to have Carl Winchester, very lucky to have him. Very lucky to have I Carl Winchester. would at this moment in time, I would leave my last for Carl Winchester. <laughs> I, I met him after the game. Tell you what, she's, some, she's, some... up, she's upstairs, she's upstairs, and I'm telling <laughs> tell you at first so she didn't hear that. That's there's some absolute pearl of quote. What's coming out of this tonight? I was, well, I was, while we're on but, the subject of like, Carl Winchester, before, before I move on, um, coming out, obviously the, the Scottish branch had their first, their first um, trip together today and we were going back to the, the coach and obviously it goes to where the, the players are and stuff like that and I just spotted Carl Winchester going with his car and I was like, oh, there he is, the man in shining armour and I just ran over to him and went, Carl, you're the best player in the world and I love you. And his face was just so like, all right, mate, fine. Like, leave us alone. Get your photo and please just go away from me, please. Uh, if you're listening, Carl, which I'm sure you're not, I'm sorry for bewildering you a little bit, but you are the best player in the world. In regards to, to Bolton, Will, obviously, I, I think you'll be there or thereabouts. I know you've just came up, but I, I think Bolton, the, the stature of the club and the signings you've made and the way you've started, I think iron out one or two things. You'll be there or thereabouts. Maybe not playoffs, maybe in playoffs. Who knows? Um, but based on today's game, where do you see Sunderland finishing? Um, I, I think you'll be you'll be thereabouts because the way you started is is you know right at the top. You know you, you've not faltered really. I think you've only lost one game, something like that, and and I can see why. To be honest, based on based on today's game, and I know Wigan will will probably be pushy for that as well. But um, I, that that's I'm saying that it hurts to say that because I hate Wigan. <laughs> Um, but they um, they're a strong side. I can't deny it, and I, I know that they'll they'll compete this year. And I'd like to think we will as well. But I think it'll be playoffs at a push for us. And if you'd asked me six weeks ago where I think we'll where I think we'll finish the season, then I'd have said mid table. But based on how we started, I'm a little bit more hopeful. Um, yes, we have just lost two on the bounce, and that's obviously not ideal. And it, 
it doesn't bother well considering that we went unchanged again today which I wasn't sure why because usually you don't change a winning team not a losing team but anyway um, I trust Ian Everett at the end of the day and he's brought a real new identity to the club which I absolutely am invested in I believe in and I think he's going to take us take us to the moon to be honest whether that takes five seasons ten seasons I, I don't know and I doubt he'll be there for ten seasons but you know I think he'll do the job at the time that, he, that he's prepared to give us and um, I think he's got the club's best interests at heart, and I'm just hoping that at least we'll uh, we'll reach championship at some point, kind of within the next two or three seasons, if if that's possible. But yeah, I can absolutely see yourselves going up the season as as favourites. Um, like I said, I completely respect Sunderland as a team, and I can recognise how, how massive the club is. And still turning up today, having you know been in our league two tour last year and turning up to ground, thinking, what on earth is this? And then turning up to the Stadium of Light today, looking up and thinking, wow, this is this is a Premier League stadium still. And I'd like to think ours is nice, but it's not it's not forty five thousand seats a stadium. And I know you're only getting thirty thousand at the minute, which is still impressive for League One. You know, it's not it's not poor by any means. And you know, we're we're only at kind of fifty, sixty percent attendance anyway at the moment. So um I, I think you'll get there, absolutely. I think it'll be an easy championship season for you next season. You're not gonna be struggling and um, yeah, I have absolutely no doubts that, that you'll do well and, and you'll push for potentially Premier League even next season. I think the best thing about it is we know for a fact that we're taking Carl Winchester with us if we get the Premier League, aren't we? He's coming for the ride, is Carl Winchester. He knows for a fact he's coming. And Declan John. Bring Declan John as well. Um, <laughs> whilst I'm, whilst I will remortgage my house to pay Winchester's wage. Yeah, snap. Me as well. Ashley might be a bit upset, but it's fine. Brad, I'm going to give you final word. Um, another win. It's great to be able to say that. We're sitting pretty. We're not top, but eh. First to second does me. I'm not that bothered. Um, what do you think today's result means for the context of the season? Um, I think for the context, it means a lot for the younger players to show that we can bounce back from that result last week. Shows that they have character. And if they ever are failing in that place, because like if you listen to some of the interviews, they did feel like, a defeat last week. Mm. Um, they've came back and bounced back with a clean sheet, a win against a team that people do fancy and had a good start the season. Um, they, they know they can do it. So if another result comes by where we get beat, touch what it doesn't happen, or we throw away a win in the last minute, they can look back at this and say, look how we bounced back that week. We forget about that result and we move on. I think it's it's good. It's good to, to see the young lads have took that responsibility on and got us the three points today. Whereas in another season, like you've men like we've mentioned them players up there who play for Will's enemies, um, they've that that type of calibre, that type of player, like the last couple of seasons, we wouldn't have bounced back as well and we'd have probably threw that away again today. Um but having the the experienced heads, I mean you've seen Corey Evans come on, he steadied it a bit. Um, they played well in Korea. Like Flanagan. Yeah, well, he had a burst of pace towards the end of a track, one of their lads back. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Um, came. Came on. And then, like, Flanagan back in, it just seems like Love we've got Flanagan. these experienced, good, good, good players who, who could probably come with us to the next level, but they are giving the young lads like a, a shoulder to, to lean on, shall we say. And they're not shying away 
like we have in previous seasons where the pressure might have got too much. They're thriving on that 30,000 in the ground. Um, so, yeah, in, 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 a, in short, it's massive for us that win today. Like I said, just bouncing back from last week's, um, last week's, I keep thinking defeat, last week's draw. Because um, I did say, I did say on the pod last week, Graham, that the, the test is how we bounce back from it. And to go away at a Wigan with an changed 11, but pretty much a changed 11, and then to bring that team back in from last week and to keep another clean sheet, it's brilliant. Yeah. All happy, as always. I'm enjoying doing these reaction pods because we keep winning and it's class. Uh, best thing about it. We're getting more leery by the week, like, but that's because I'm recording later. But um, thanks to everyone who um, came along and said hello to the, the Scotland supporters branch today, including Carl Winchester, of course, who we'll, we will say he came to say hello to us. It wasn't the other way around, I promise, Carl. Um, and do subscribe if you want. It's all right if you don't. Um, Dave's been Dave. Brad's been Brad. Will? You've made your debut and Will has been Will. Thanks very much, everyone, for joining What the Fork on the Reaction Show. Enjoy your weekend and see you next week. Hi, Winchester. Hi, Winchester. Hi, Winchester.